This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Get out of town. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. We're at the Liveberg Studios. Check them out, LibraryStudios.com. Our producer, Ben Stonium, is in the house this evening. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. John, the Steelers, this week, they need some help to get into the playoffs. So we are going to light the Liveberg candle. You can see uh, Chris from Liveberg. Chris there from Liveberg there. He's on there. Light one candle to be the Browns. I'll put this... You're too close to my hair for comfort, but I'll keep it. Hair looks great, by the way. Happy New Year, man. Thanks. Happy New Year to you, too. Did you do anything fun? I was asleep by 1030, but I tell you what. I get it. I wore a collared shirt Mm -hmm. for today's episode, fresh off a trip to the dentist, and the Steelers beat those dirty rat birds in such a satisfying way. I feel alive again. I love it. Uh, briefly, before we get into the Steeler talk, I want to just say something about New Year's. Mm. New Year's Eve, I'm at a bar. I'm sitting there, and next to me is a a guy I like sort of know. I've met him a few times. He's a nice guy. And this older woman walks in. The guy next to me, he goes, he turns to me, and he goes, she had sex with the Iron Sheik. The Iron Sheik, of course, from WWF right. fame, the Iranian, former Iranian bodyguard turned wrestler. Yeah. The Iron Sheik. And I said, there's no way that's true. And he's like, I'm not bullshitting you. That's legit. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such a ridiculous thing to say. Look, I'm not bringing this up to shame anyone. I just want everyone else to be burdened with the knowledge. Like, when he told me that, it derailed my whole night. But it was still in 2022. Leave so I'm going to close that chapter, yeah. right? I'm gonna, I, I don't want to know. I don't need to know this. That's that's a healthy thing. You've grown. Thanks, you, man. You really have. Thanks. And so have the Steelers. Mm. And uh, presumably, you know, the offensive line, the young guys. I mean, it was an amazing game because they won. Yeah. I mean, I think I haven't felt that good since probably week one. That, that week one win against the Bengals in this game, my two favorite Steeler experiences. Yeah, of the, of the season? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It wasn't Lamar Jackson, although we've played him very tough in the past and usually, you know, have his number. It wasn't the Steelers' offense scoring 35 points, but the defense showed up, the running game was there, the O-line looked pretty good, Mm -hmm. and as we talked about last week, the young guys, like, put their fingerprints all over this win they understand they clearly understand the rivalry you got pickens iverson step over and that's what we want on dudes did you feel a little bit of kid rock energy from kenny pickett did you you (laughs) i did not know roll out and fire that pigskin man that was was sweet that was sweet love it in january this is my 12th dry january i don't drink in january because Mm. and look it's not this is not like you know, I really feel strongly. It's like I am so fat and disgusting after the holidays that I'm no. like, I have to reel it in, and the only way that I can do it 
is without drinking and then eating to excess. But in that game, as the Steelers were driving, and I watched it at a bar, what if I punted on the date and I didn't do it because the devil... Yeah, you never do. You, I've tried to... The years where I've done it with you, I'm like, come on, let's like do a thing. And we'll, you're like, no. I can't. You've never even yeah. flirted. So that is very telling. This was a big test because you know the devil, he does not appear to you in his hooven form no. with the pitchfork and horns. He appears as a four-point deficit that the Steelers must overcome and that you need to drink them to that point. Right. But as things were going wrong in that game, the Fryermuth false start uh, inside the five, the absolute dog shit call on Cam Hayward, Boswell missing another field goal. I was tempted. I was tempted. Who wouldn't be? Dude, Boswell. Come on, man. What's going on? Here's a joke for you, Ted. Man walks out of his house to go to work. Sees this snail, I mean this Boswell. So he picks him up, chucks him over the roof, into the backyard. Boswell bounces a kick, doinks it off the upright, falls, tears his groin, all to shit, lands in the grass. Boswell lay there, dying. But he doesn't die. No. He heals. Rests that groin up, slowly. And after a while, he can kick again. So one day, Boswell comes back on the porch. Guy comes outside during the Steelers-Ravens game. Boswell misses another kick. Guy walks up to him and says, The f***'s your problem. <laughs> That's not funny. That's You understand that joke? You'll understand Steelers and Ravens. PCP in the drink? I'm not even sure how, I guess, I know that that's the training day snail joke. And I appreciate that. <laughs> and I'm willing to take the leap of faith that that makes pretty sense. Fused. I mean, that's pretty airtight. That's a good point by you. My God, what the hell is he doing? Oh, I was so angry. Yeah. The doink. Matthew Wright, when he doinks, it goes in. <laughs> the, the pride of uh, Blue Ball, Pennsylvania, Lancaster County. Is the name of the town Blue Ball? Yeah. Is it Blue Ball High School? It's near, it's, it's, no, it's Garden Spot High School, which. G Spot High School and Blue Ball. I brought that up. She was like, I never thought of that. Why would they do all of that stuff in such close proximity other than that part of Pennsylvania? Like, there, Andrew Carnegie was like a real creep. He's like. Kinky Amish guy. Yeah. He's like, we'll call it Blue Ball PA. <laughs> Let me tell you about my wife. He's like trying to set up a bunch of weird jokes. I've been on a Conestoga wagon for. <laughs> For 16 days. Listen, the Steelers, at the end of the day, and they did overcome another obstacle, John. Uh, the game, it appeared, was being officiated by the third Harbaugh brother, Jeff Harbaugh. Yep, sort of the Watt brother, the Derek Watt. It was the Derek Watt of the Harbaugh crew. <laughs> no, the, Derek would never do that, sorry. The referee looked exactly like both Harbaugh's. Yeah. He was the missing link between Jim and John. Yeah. They should consider, the NFL should consider that when putting him on AFC North games in the future. The, look, the point is that the Steelers, these young Steelers, this young, plucky, up-and-coming group, they showed the clutch gene in Baltimore. Probably a, you know, a crazy place to play. 
this is the first time I've been like the future, like wow, like just past this season, which I'm still very hopeful for, but you know the future I think looks very bright. Lamar, uh, interesting fashion choices on the the shades on the sideline. I hate him as much as I hate any Ravens quarterback. Something about him in the shades, I was like, yeah, you know what? You're not even taking this serious. We're gonna beat you. Shades at night, sunglasses yeah. at night, Lamar. Yeah. John, you posed a uh, you posed a ridiculous question on this rundown. If you, oh yeah, J.K. Dobbins, mm-hmm. J.K. Simmons, J.K. Rowling. You get a f- one, marry one, kill one. <laughs> we all know the rules here. Yep. Okay. I think this is pretty cut and dry. F. J.K. Rowling. Probably. You, you kill J.K. Dobbins, who has to this point in his career been a Steeler killer, and then you marry J.K. Simmons and hope it's not Whiplash or Oz J.K. Simmons, but like Farmers Insurance commercial J.K. Right. Simmons. All right, I'm going to take mine a different direction. Okay. I'm going to marry J.K. Dobbins, and it's going to be like a toxic marriage because (laughs) from here on out, I'll be able to, like, poison him like the woman in Phantom Thread, how she poisons Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, Alma. Yeah. Oh, J.K., my hungry boy. (laughs) I'll poison him before every Steeler game, and I'll nurse him back to health and whatever. I guess I'd have to kill J.K. Simmons, but, like, I'll just play drums, and he can scream at me, and then I'll get up the nerve. Yeah, you're both getting something out of that? Yeah. All the famous JKs. Yep. I'm glad. Yeah, there's really only three, huh? That's why it, That's why this game that's is perfect. That's why it works. All right, it's time for our Smash Dick Full Bush Play of the Game. Smash Dick Full Bush. Mm. Damn it. Yes. There were many to choose from. Yeah. And I really, really wanted to give it to Mark Robinson, who Love him. seems to have squarely planted Devin Bush's ass on the bench. Mm-hmm. He does not shy from contact. He gets sideline to sideline. Also, is one of the greatest backstories of a current Steeler. He played only one year, part of a year, at inside linebacker. Mm. He played running back his whole college career, and they were like, listen, we need bodies to play inside linebacker. He's like, yeah, sure. Dude, it's amazing. You win with guys like that. Exactly. He's a football, he's a football player. Mm-hmm. So I love that, but the Smash Dick Full Bush play of the game has got to be Najee, Carrie, and Kenny. The way that you would run up to your friend at the school dance and inappropriately, <laughs> like, lift sort of him, hump, hump him, hump lift him. Uh huh. I never thought I'd see that on the field of play in NFL in in the NFL, and that's exactly what Najee did for Kenny, and it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, knowing full well you're about to get screamed at by one of the chaperones of the dance. Yeah. Your English teacher is going to scream at you for picking up your buddy and carrying him across the dance floor. You might have to sit out a few songs. One of those songs might be, I want to lick you from your head to your toes, which is the best part of any Catholic grade school dance. If you lived it, if you know, you know. Yeah, so it's got to be that. Najee carrying Kenny on third and one. When that happened, John, I was thinking to myself about a a motivational poem slash prayer that lived... Uh, in my grandmother's auxiliary bathroom. Oh, I know this one. I think we all know this one. We sort of modified it for Kenny, but I'm going to read it uh, as my Grandpa Bob. It's called Footprints on the Turf. So again, this is from Kenny's perspective, and of course this will be available as an ornate cross-stitch in the Bet Rivers store. Sunday night, I dreamed a dream. We was in Baltimore. The smell was terrible. Third and one. Across the dark sky flashed scenes from this difficult season. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints, one belonging to me and the other belonging to Najee. 
As the end of the game flashed before me, I looked at the footprints in the turf. And instead of two sets of footprints, I only seen one. So I was like, what gives? I was all jacked off, and I asked Najee about it. I says, dude, when I got here, you said you was going to be helping me. That you'd be here with me. In the eye, the pistol, and sidecar formations. But there I am. All kind of rat birds hanging off me. And I looked down, I seen only one set of footprints on the turf. Najee looked at me, he whispers, Buddy, wait till you see the replay. When you only seen one set of footprints, that's when I carried your ass for the first time. That's footprints in the turf. Please, please, I... It, uh... It brings out a pretty emotional response. So that's our Smash Dick Full Bush play of the game. If you want to get your own Smash Dick Full Bush merch, shirts, whatever, they've got aprons there, uh, our good friends at Pittsburgh Clothing Company, check it out, pghclothing.com slash sdfb. Mm. John, it was bowl season, bowl fever, catch it, baby. Oh, yeah. Did you get a chance to watch any of the bowl games? I did not watch a single second of a single college football game. What about the playoff games? They were like the greatest games ever. I am not a college football fan. Boo. All right, well, let me catch you up. All right. Pitt, they came back to win their bowl game against UCLA. All right. The Sun Bowl. I feel like Pitt plays in that every year. They do. They do. There were also there was the great uh, TCU-Michigan semifinal. The Georgia-Ohio State semifinal, both fantastic games. But the mother of all bowls this year was the Dukes-Mayo Bowl, and UMD head coach Mike Loxley honorably accepted the celebratory four-gallon mayo bath. Is that real? So look, Dukes, (laughs) that's real, 100% real. All right, so look, Dukes-Mayo, they're like, okay, we're the Dukes-Mayo Bowl, but we want to, you know, we're paid all this money to to sponsor this bowl game. I thought Hellman's were the ones with the deep pockets. Nah, dude, it's Dukes. Who's Dukes? It's Dukes. Never even seen that. They had the great idea to cover, like, an old man in mayo, and they're going to do this every year. It should have watched. so sweet. So they got me thinking. You know, what if you're like you're another corporation that has the kind of the extra cash to spend on one of these, you know, half-assed bowl games? Right. What could you do? So I'm going to pitch you some bowl games here, right. John. And then keep in mind at the, at the end of each one of these bowl games, the winning coach is covered in whatever the product is. Mm. Here's the first one, ready? The PetSmart 1000 Snakes Bowl. <laughs> covered in snakes. I'm talking Indiana Jones. Every movie, falling into the pit with the snakes. I think that'd be sweet, especially maybe if you did dress up, you had had to dress the coach up like Indiana Jones. That would add, like, another wrinkle. All right, how about this? The Cabela's Elk Seed Bowl. Oh. They're getting into the uh, the genetic engineering of game animals. Okay. Cabela's is. Wellness. Look, they want you to, to take down a virile buck elk. <laughs> And they know that the only way to get that message across to consumers, John, is to cover yourself. Douse a sixty-year-old man who coaches—I don't know—Louisiana Lafayette mm-hmm. in a ridiculous bowl game with elk semen, four gallons of it. It's the only way. They're like, this took eight months to procure from our herd. Okay, all right, all right. So there's that one. There's also. Uh, the Gladstone Pharmaceutical Synthetic Urine Bowl. They sell clean urine. The feel-good part about Gladstone Pharmaceutical is they are a subdivision of Halliburton. Huh. So it's a feel-good company. So it's a family-owned kind of... 
They're the little guy. Right. And then finally, this is something that your grandparents would be a little bit more... Homeopathic. F- exactly, yeah. right. The Dr. McGrory's uh, Medicinal Leeches Bowl. Ah. So the winning coach is then treated to an on-the-cuff, free bloodletting, and that's why you use Dr. McCrory's Medicinal Leeches. I would watch all those games for... <laughs> For, for the payoff. What the, this is what they need to do at the bowl games. They need to turn it into fear factor. Yeah. So, like, the winning coach, you know, it's like, oh, we, hey, great, we won. <laughs> I guess we got to do this snakes thing. Yep. And the players are like, come on, coach. Yeah, we want to connect with you. you yeah. <laughs> you told us never to fear anything. Look at us. <laughs> we're, the, we're the 44th best college football team in the, in the country. You young men are right. <laughs> dump the leeches on me, quick, quick, just dump all at once, dump them all at once, don't drag this out. I think it's, Duke's Mayo has opened the... Can of mayo, mayonnaise. They've opened the can of, well, and potentially a can of worms from a lucrative live bait shop right. to be dumped onto coaches, and I applaud them for it. My next mayo purchase will be Duke's. All right, John, the Steelers, this weekend, they need some help. First, the Steelers have to take care of business. They have to beat the Browns. I think we're going to do that. I do, too. And even if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to confront that feeling. So right. we'll just gloss right over that. Yep. Second, they need the Bills to beat the Patriots. Yeah. I think pretty likely, and here's why. The Bills have been little brother to the Patriots. They've been tormented and terrorized by the Patriots mm-hmm. for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. If you're Sean McDermott, you need to just be like foot on the gas, like beat the Patriots for their own convoluted sense of pride. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. It, and it would be, you know, whatever happens with the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, I'd say if they don't make the playoffs, I'll be rooting for the Bills, and we're all rooting for DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely our thoughts are with him and his family. He's a central kid, uh, central guy. So feel the, the connection there and the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh guy, um, and by all accounts, a person that cares, and uh, we care about him. So go, DeMar, and your family. Hang in there. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, Yeah. And here's the one where it gets tricky. The Jets have to muster the friggin' moxie to beat the Tua-less Dolphins. Mm. They've been saying Tua's not going to play, which... I mean, I guess improves their chances of winning. Also, the backup quarterback for the Dolphins, Teddy Bridgewater, has some kind of hand-finger thing going Fingy on. stuff. So they're going to start some dude you've never heard of. A guy named Skyler. A guy named We're Dude, there's about to be a wave of quarterbacks named Skyler, Grayson. I don't know. This one is the one that I'm the most concerned about. And the team that I've, for no reason, talked the most noise about is the New York Jets. Yeah. I've been a bit of a jerk. And when we played the Jets this year... Jerk rag. I did... Oh, the jerk rag. The Jets jerk rag. Exactly. Their version. What I'm realizing that I need to do is I need to apologize to some people to just clear the karmatic air because I'm owed a world of pain from the Jets that Mm. could be exacted this Sunday as they completely flub the game and lose to some dude named Skyler. I'm going to make a call to a guy I've given a really hard time about the Jets over the years. That's big. And I'm just going to clear the air. I'm going to bear my soul and hope that he takes mercy on me. Hi, Ted. Hey, Vivek. What's up, man? 
what's going on? Nothing. Um, you know, th- I think this call is long overdue, and I know that I may not have been the most respectful football fan with regards to the Jets over the years. I get really caught up and passionate about the Steelers, and sometimes I forget that other fans you know, feel the same way about their team. And that's something that should bring us together, not tear us apart. You know, even though the Steelers have six Lombardi trophies and you guys only have one because, you know, a guy from Beaver County won it for you, we're actually not all that different. So on behalf of myself and at least some of Steeler Nation, I want to apologize to you if I ever potentially said anything over the line about the Jets. Chad, you remember when we went to uh, that game, I think it was in 2012, and you were like, hey, look at this Jets fan. Boo! This guy sucks! Boo! Yeah, I mean, I and, and again, I am really sorry about that. Or, or, or when you got so drunk, you pissed yourself and you passed out at our Labor Day party, and then I shook you awake and you were like, this is my Mark Sanchez costume. And that was a regrettable action. Like we're not even we're not even getting to the part where you aggressively promoted that 4chan conspiracy about Fireman Ed's service record. Look, I'm I'm sorry. Okay? All that stuff, it was wrong and I'm going to take some time to reflect and be better. Dad, if you really mean it, I appreciate it. Well, I do. And uh what do you think? You think we we got a shot for the for the Jets to maybe help the Steelers out and beat Miami this weekend? No. Look, the Jets may have beaten Pittsburgh at Akershire, and they may have been seven and four for a fleeting period of time there, but at the end of the day they don't have a quarterback. They're the New York Jets and they're only gonna let you down. Well listen, man, uh I'll tell you what, either way, this Sunday, I'm gonna be twirling my Jets jerk rag for the boys in green. What are you what are you talking about? The the jerk rag, it's like the Jets version of the terrible towel. Jesus. Goodbye. I think that went very well. Yeah, I'm confused. I mean, you sure this guy's a Jets fan? He doesn't know about the jerk rag? <laughs> no, that was very nice of him to uh to take that apology. Yeah, you've been so mature on this podcast today, Tad. You've really I'm really impressed. Thanks. Didn't dwell on the iron cheek? No, you've you've Conquest by that woman. You've grown. Thanks, man. John, on now to the Cleveland Browns. Let's go. The 7-9 and nine Cleveland Browns, week 18. They're already out of it. They've been out of it. Of course they are. They're losers. Jacoby Brissett was holding down the fort under center. Now they've got Deshaun Watson. The- <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Look at me. I'm the quarter million billion dollar man. He is making a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. He screwed up. Well, not him, but the Browns really screwed up the quarterback market. Mm-hmm. The Browns were playing the long game. They're like, we're not going to be good. That's cool. <laughs> we'll at least put the Ravens under cap pressure. We'll shoot the hostage. Right. Like in speed. Yeah. That's where the Browns are at, right? I don't know. I think that with a running game like that, you don't necessarily need Deshaun Watson, but if yeah. you've proven for 23 years yeah. that you can't draft a quarterback to save your life, right. then I guess you have to go out and get, like, the worst one you can find. Right. Here's the big thing. 
We lost to the Browns earlier this year. Unacceptable. Atrocious. It's an affront. If we win this game, we will have at least split with every team in the division. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said for that. can hang your hat on that. Yeah, I think if you can't get excited for this one, what are you doing? You know? Mm-hmm. This is it. This is one of those games that's like anyone who said tank for a better draft pick, how can you look yourself in the mirror and say, yeah, yeah it's a good plan to get swept by the Ravens and the Browns. No, It's never. absurd. I'm going to be at the game. I was gifted some tickets for Christmas, so I'm going to go down there. And uh, it's really dicey when you go to a game in dry January because you're at a Steeler game when normally you'd be just sucking down beers like you're it's going a brave out of soul. Style. Brave soul. But you are so highly irritable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all it's going to take, it's only really going to take like one like, hey, Steelers suck. Hey, f*** you, yeah. buddy. You know, you know what, actually? Yeah. Sir? Yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah. you suck. Yeah. And, if I may, in good faith, add, your face sucks. Yep. So just remember, as, as Acrisure Stadium slowly devolves into Sodom and Gomorrah field. Right, when the thin veil of civilization is pierced <laughs> and you find yourself an animal mm-hmm. out Just in the wild. Crawling through the grass, <laughs> blade in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just just, just remember that we're all in this together. You, you heard the Jets call. You heard it. Right. You heard what I said to Vivek. You don't have to be nice. Just keep walking. Yeah. I mean, if you got something really funny to say. That's one thing. You know? As a landscaping mentor once said to a other guy I used to cut grass with who was badgering a police officer who had just caught him urinating in public, walk away, Cliff. Walk, walk away. away. All right. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Reach us. UntitledPittsburgh at gmail.com. You can send us an email there. You can also hit us on the hotline, 412-368-6375. Voicemail or text. Text us. Yeah. Send us a text message. Why not? Late night. Huge shout-out to Liveberg Studios for having us. Huge shout-out to to Chris from Liveberg for letting us burn this sacred candle that is going to lead the Steelers to victory. We will not put this out. Nope, Until the Steelers make the yeah. <laughs> We will clumsily kick it over and set fire to Liveberg Studio. I should set it down. I should set it down. And huge shout-out to our producer, Ben Stonium. It's the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.